The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Dear Download, a podcast about Download Festival, the music and the industry, and anything else related to rock and heavy metal. This episode we are taking a look back, we are going back to 2005 when Download Festival started doing something we're going to talk about for the first time, and that was having an indie day on the Friday, because we're going to be talking about Queens of the Stone Age. (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought I'd get a a disapproving look from you, Simon. Yes, no, this episode is all about Queens of the Stone Age. We're going to have a deep dive into them and talk about as much as we possibly can. I am Adam, and as always, I'm here with Simon. How you doing, man? Hello. Good day to you, sir. I did not like your intro for this episode. No, <laughs> I didn't think so. Uh, I didn't think you would. I was uh, just... Uh, <laughs> it was just good, messing. though. I liked it. I liked it. I'm joking. <laughs> it was good. And... Also this episode, we are joined by Stu. How are you doing, man? Good morning. Good evening. Where are we? I don't know. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good evening. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that you've uh, you've wanted me back. So that's nice. It's, uh, yeah, lovely to be here. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And uh, I did say last episode, Stu will be joining us for the next three episodes in the for the entire episode. So we, we did... Uh, I guess I kind of shortchanged him a little bit the last couple of times he came on and <laughs> we had to kind of rush the end of it. And I, I felt bad ever since. And uh, he said he wanted to come back on as well. So we were like, well, we'll get you on for three full episodes. Everyone's going to get their fill. They're full of stew. That's it. Feel the, feel, <laughs> feel the full force. That's it. Don't get pushed aside by the likes of, uh, I don't know, Chids or someone. Chids. <laughs> get, get a dig into Chids straight away, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Chids. <laughs> Fuck you, Chids, you bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we got after these three episodes, I think I think we worked out we got three episodes until uh, we do the, our proper countdown to download. So we'll have Chids on those three and then he can have his digs back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a long game of tennis. Going to get a war going. Wait. Six weeks until you get get to say, uh, I, I don't know what word is, but yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> Simon, oh, this is weird, all of us. Um, it's throwing me a little bit, but yeah, Simon, any, the last couple of weeks, how, how have you been? Anything new? Anything interesting? Um, no, not really. Nothing much has no. happened. No, I'm a, I'm a lot less stressed out than I was a few weeks ago. The, the okay, storm good, has, good. has calmed. So yeah, no, I'm feeling good. Uh, just nothing really. Just yeah, excited about doing these episodes and building up to deload and just festival season in general. I've I'd like just January just made me think. Oh my god, man! I just can't wait to literally just be standing in a field just watching yeah. some tunes, man. Because like, <laughs> I just never look forward to it so much. So yeah, you say festival season. Uh, you do. Which ones have you already decided you're going to be doing this year? Uh, I might go to Takedown, possibly Port- Portsmouth. Yeah, Portsmouth. Um, definitely download. Obviously, probably going to do trees. Although I don't think the I don't like the lineup at all. Um, but it's so close, and everyone I know mm-hmm. goes. So going to go to that. Not going to Bloodstock this year. 
uh, going to corn instead. Going to corn. So, yeah. uh, so I might go to Bloodstock for a day because I was speaking to Alex about that. We might go to we might go to Bloodstock for the Saturday and then leave and then head down to corn. We don't know yet, but yeah, Bloodstock not a full time this year, unfortunately. But uh, anyway, the line playing? the lineup's good, but it's it's not it's still not enough on there to make me really miss it this year. So yeah. yeah. Who, who's on the Saturday that you're thinking of going for? I can't remember. Okay, no. I hope Malevolence that's are playing the day, on the Saturday. Uh, I don't think they've yeah, done the, the day, day architects are headlining. Yeah, I don't think they've done the day splits for uh, for that. Oh right, okay. I think it's still just the poster poster. So yeah, yeah. I think yeah. by the looks of it, Fair. the only two I can remember actually seeing that potentially on the Saturday was Architects definitely, and then Malevolence potentially. Yeah. But Bloodstock's website's not. The best in seeing the lineup, like you have to flick <laughs> through the, the stages. So no. there is a poster out there, but yeah, we've said it yeah, before. Their fine, website is literally like something from nineteen ninety eight. Like when when the internet yeah. first <laughs> got invented, that's what their website looks like. I kind of like it because it gives it character, but also it's not a great website. So <laughs> say what you will about you know download, but they've got a really really good website. Like it looks yeah. fantastic. It's easy to use. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Anyway, yeah. But yeah. On on that note, uh, Stu, we'll get to you in a minute, but um, something that came up in the Discord uh, only a few days ago, they, they, Bloodstock were meant to have an announcement, weren't they, this week? They pushed it back to next week, but nobody told their, the people who run the website, so they yes, actually leaked right. their own bands. There was like 18 new bands that leaked. Did, I it, did yeah. not know no. any of this. Where have I been? Yeah, so, Didn't you? So rather, than, it... rather than there being a leaked poster, um, whoever runs the website, whether it was just going to automatically update or whatnot, I don't know. But now if you go on the... Well, it may have been removed by now, but if you look on the stages, there's uh, 18 bands that weren't on there previously. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, do we know who yeah. these bands are? Did anyone get a quick peek? We can in um, we can find out. Somebody put them in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. In true Bloodstock fashion, I didn't know a single band. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the I'm only sh- one I knew of was Soen. Who, oh yeah, uh, Soen. Yeah, I, I knew of them because they played Download last year. Um, but yeah, I didn't know any any of the others either. Okay, That's cool. yeah, it's on the um, it's on our Discord, Simon. Gonna gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna look <laughs> at some point. Um, in the Bloodstock page, yeah. I think this will be coming out like a couple of days before. Bloodstock. Well, yeah, no. The, uh, the point I was going to make was I haven't seen anybody else talking about it other than in our other Discord. Than, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they they put a thing up of all the um, food vendors that are going to be the, be there, and I looked in the comments, thinking, you know, someone's going to just let them know, right? Someone's going to say you mm. want to sort your website out, um, or be that person who tells everybody else in the comments that you can check out the new bands over there. But there's nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, I I, I don't know any this of. Not... I've heard of a few of those bands, but I don't know them. I don't, you know, I don't haven't listened to any of them, uh, apart from yeah. a couple we might have listened to for a download, uh, sort of catch up on bands. But yeah, nothing, nothing there that makes me go, oh, I have to go to Bloodstock. Yeah, they might be the very good. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, best announcements: the fact that the uh, the Giozas are going to be there again. The what? Giozas? <laughs> Who are they? As in the food. Japanese gyozas. Oh, ah. I was like, what band is he talking about? <laughs> it's the gyozas, man. They were absolutely incredible last year, by the way. Yeah. I think that's some of the best festival food I've ever had. Yeah. 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 It was really, really... The food was great. The whole festival was great last year. It was such a good time, but the food was banging. Absolutely yeah. banging. Loved it. But yeah. Awesome. Go- 
Cool. Yeah, Stu, we'll get back to you now. Sorry. Um, so if anybody hasn't seen Stu before or heard him, um, he came on to us. Came on to us. Ooh, uh, looking forward to that this well year. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, messaged us and uh, basically offered to help us out with a few little bits. He's been helping out running the Discord. Uh, we've had him on a few times now, but like I said, I, I feel like we've shortchanged him a little bit, having to rush the episodes um, towards the end because we have people coming on after him as well. So uh, we said we'll get you on for a few episodes, a full, a few full episodes. So here he is, Stu. How are you doing, my man? How have you been since we last spoke? Yeah, very good. Um, trying to keep busy. Had a, a gig. Uh, was it last night? I lose track. I had a gig two nights ago. That was it. We had um, Malevolence at KK Steel Mill in Wolverhampton, which is yeah. an excellent venue. If uh, if there's anyone local that needs, you know, to get a new venue, uh, it actually belongs to KK, who is the original guitarist for Judas Priest. And essentially, all okay. he's done is um, he's bought this old steel mill, literally just this old warehouse, and just kitted it out as a venue. So that's now my local. Uh, stomping ground, if you will. Awesome. Yeah, um, that sounds cool. So yeah, as fuck. malevolence there was brilliant. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, two two things on that. Yeah, I'm glad you you said about that because you put a post up on social media just saying, "Yeah, we're at a gig and a picture of yourself," uh, but you didn't say who you're going to see. I was like, "Oh, I want to know who you're seeing." No. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, KK Steel Mill. I've seen that loads over the last probably what six months, and and I was thinking, I've never heard of this venue before, and now everyone's playing there. Is it quite new then? Uh, it, it's fairly new. I can't say exactly when it um, when it did open, but I'd say it was maybe just pre-lockdown. Maybe um, okay. It came about because primarily in because uh, I'm from Wolverhampton, we had the Civic Hall, which is like that was like the main venue, short of like O2 Academy in Birmingham and uh, you know like your different arena in Birmingham. But that's been under refurb for probably like six or seven years now. So we haven't had any sure. bands coming to Wolverhampton at all. Yeah. Um, so KK's opened just before lockdown. Unfortunately, lockdown happened, but now it's opened up again. It's as though all the bands have kind of forgotten that the Civic exists. Right. And now everyone's playing the KK's, which is it's brilliant, really, because I, I much prefer um, KK's as a venue because it's a lot more quirky. And, uh, you know, it's it's just that vibe as well. It's gritty. It's, it's quite dirty. But, uh, but no, it, it is really good. Awesome. That sounds cool, cool man. Cool, yeah. Uh, nothing really new from me since last time, I don't think. No, nothing at all I can think of, to be honest. I've done nothing. Uh, it was January. Oh, no, it was my birthday, but that really, I didn't really, I, mean, I, I didn't really do much for my birthday. We got a curry. Let's just say, a birthday got, curry uh, with a candle. Yeah. What more do you that want? Was an old, that was an old picture. Uh, <laughs> I, I was meant to say that. That was an old picture. It was like six years ago, but I'm always uh-huh. proud of that. But I got a new hand blender for the kitchen, so Ooh. it was nice. Oh, yeah. wow. Someone's getting an ironing board for their birthday. No, <laughs> no, I, I wanted it. I asked for it. I've been wanting it for ages. Or hand, hand or electric whisk, because I hate whisking stuff. Um, I got a blender in there as well. So How good. much stuff are you <laughs> whisking? How much? Are you just whisking well, not, all the time in the kitchen loads. or something? You whisk, <laughs> whisking on the daily or... <laughs> I no, bloody I just, hate whisking. All this, all this whisking that I end up doing. <laughs> well, my last couple of weeks have been have have brought about an interesting conversation, after all. But uh, yeah, we're not going to carry on any more about whisking. <laughs> Shall we talk about Queens of the Stone Age? Yes. Uh, first of all, I'm going to ask: Were either of you 
surprised or were you expecting them to be announced as headliners? I don't think there was any speculation that they may have been there. I, th- I don't think anyone had got them down. Yeah. No, no I don't think anybody. <laughs> no, came out no. of um, Although yeah. they have been on my list of bands that I've always wanted to see. So yeah. for me, this is a bucket list tick. Because uh, if you'd have okay. asked me for my list of bands that I've always wanted to see, that either never had the chance to or have had the chance but didn't take it, Queens of the Stone Age would have been on there. So yeah. So I was happy about it, but it wasn't something I was expecting. I wasn't like, <laughs> no. I think Queens of the Stone Age are going to headline this year, no problem. Like, yeah. But when they came, I was like, oh, okay. To be fair, like, I like Avenged. I do like Avenged. I have liked Avenged for a while. I've got yeah. a lot more into them now than I was back in the day. But um, I was thinking Avenged, okay. Fallout Boy, completely mediocre reaction. But Queens was the headliner that I was the most excited about. Yeah. Awesome. I so I I've got to be honest. I haven't really followed anything they've done since. Well, I, I probably haven't heard any of their songs since playing "No One Knows" on Guitar Hero back about twenty years ago. So I wasn't expecting it at all. Not even in the slightest. If, if someone said to me they'd be playing, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known where to put. Well, if I if I were to have to choose, I honestly wouldn't have known where to put them on the lineup. Whether how how popular they are now or not, but. Um, I yeah, think because I was very there surprised. Were so many other bands on people's radars that it just wasn't even considered, was it? It's true. You, know, you had people no. thinking Blink One Eight Two, um, Limp Biscuit. You know, we got them in the end, but people were thinking they had headline. Yeah. Um, so for Queens of the Stone Age to just come out of nowhere when you know the last time we saw them, they just played during the day on main stage. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, they did just surprise. pop 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 in there. I mean, it's probably it's probably a surprise that they're headlining, but it's not a surprise that they are headliners because. I mean, they've headlined a stage at Glastonbury before. They're always yeah. very high up on the Reading and Leeds lineups. I think they were subheadlining for someone in 2013. Can't remember who that was. So mm-hmm. they've always been towards the upper echelons. And now, you know, I mean, they've yeah. been a band since 1998. So, you know, a long, long time. So it's understandable they are headlining. But yeah, we probably weren't expecting them to actually no, headline. No, so that's it, no. yeah, I think it's just um, diverting from the the regular recycled bands, isn't it? As soon as we've had something fresh last year, they thought, "Oh, let's keep it fresh," and everyone's yeah. just surprised to see these new bands. I think that's all it is, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that is good because, to be fair, you know, even if you're not a fan of this uh, lineup overall, not just headliners, it is different. Like, yeah, you can't not say that it isn't different. So. At least we're getting a different form of download this year. And, um, you know, we'll probably get Def Leppard, Iron Maiden, and the System of a Down next year, you know? That's it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, no, we, do you know, we had, uh, going off a little bit, we had people talking about, uh, might have even been used to, talking in the Discord about how it will probably be Sleep Joker next year. Yeah, um, it, it would not surprise me at all. I mean, as of as of today, on the day of recording, the pre-sale started at 10 o'clock, and I think all the pre-sale tickets were gone by 25 past. Um, and I know there's quite a few people out there that I know personally that are not expecting it to sell out, so maybe pick up tickets closer to the time. But I don't think that's going to play out well, to be no, honest. No, it's not going to work. It seems like the tickets are just going to fly out, yeah. And to see them, uh, when did I first saw, saw them at the... First saw them at the pilot, and at the pilot, you had the main stage, and then you had the... The tent, almost, which I'd say is the size of yeah. uh, the third 
third stage currently, I'd say. It was about that. It was about that. Maybe a tiny little bit bigger, but about about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So to go from seeing them there to then them, you know, selling out arenas within, you know, within the era of tickets going on sale is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see, though. It's cool to see a, good, a new band doing so well. I mean, that yeah. will drum up even more hate for them because that's what it does when you get popular. <laughs> but it is what it is, isn't it? They don't care. I'm sure they don't give a fuck, so who yeah. cares? Nah. <laughs> but if that was to be welcomed, you know, sleep token for headlining, not not ne- not just next year, but for any year, that'll just bring in the new generation, you know, yeah. and it'll keep download yeah. going, keep exactly. recycling, and it'll just, unfortunately, cease to exist. Yeah. Yeah, bringing it back to this year, I think you're right. I think going different with bands, you know, we can have the legacy acts headline as well, but you should definitely always have, you know, a new-ish headliner. We're talking, you know, 10 years to 15, sometimes a little bit past that, but just fresh acts that people haven't seen headline the festival. I like what they're doing with it now. And like you said, this is the reason why Monsters of Rock dried up, because they wouldn't move with the times and they just used the same bands. Yeah. And everyone was just yeah. like, I don't want to see these people. I'm going to go to Reading and Leeds because that's where all the cool new bands are playing. So you just don't want that to happen the to download. Trendy each. bands. Yeah. Trendy. <laughs> trendy. Because we're old. It's a trendy and new hip band. But let, let's be honest, right? Yeah. Someone who, and this is no diss to the band at all, right? But is uh, someone who's new to rock music want to see a really weird mystical band that makes fucked up music like Sleep Token? Or do they want to see an 80-year-old Lars Ulrich sweating his bollocks off attempting to play the drums? You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> what what's more appealing to a young person? So it makes perfect yeah. sense why you would have um, new bands. And it is young younger people that download are going to want to be trying to attract to the festival because they're the ones with all the money. Well, yeah, we're old and got mortgages and can't afford. <laughs> you know, we can afford to go, but we don't <clears> buy. These kids have disposable income. You know, <laughs> yeah. they have so much money to spend on beer. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I'm. I'm kind of. I was joking a little bit with that, but it also is the truth. You know, there's a lot of industries who, who, yeah, they they they, they do keep trying to like they. I, I can't think of the right word, but yeah, they're. Their target audience is the people with the most money, which is the younger people who still live at home with their parents. I think yeah. I might live, move, move home, live with my parents, so I can have money again. <laughs> That's it. Let's, let's all move back, and then we'll all do ROP next year. <laughs> yeah. We'll be able to afford it. And then you've got parents to wash your clothes when you get home sorted. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Vicky already does that for me, so I got away with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kelly does ours. <laughs> Stu. Keep keeping quiet. Do you do yours? What was that? Sorry, I said you're keeping quiet. <laughs> do you do well, yours? After after last year at Download, I was very much in the doghouse, so I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, last year I went <laughs> on my own. So <laughs> you can... stay clean the whole time. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, just, <laughs> so just gave it a brush off and uh, put it back the, in the water. The cleanest man, the, the the best looking man I've ever seen at Download ever. Best looking man. <laughs> literally, I was just like. <laughs> This guy, what? Why does he look like he's literally just been born? He looks brand new. <laughs> been born. <laughs> it was a blessing, but this year going general, it's uh, back to the wet wipes, isn't it? So, yeah, classic. Yeah, classic, the mate. Classic. Yeah, classic. Gura camping. Gura yeah. camping. Oh yeah, I forgot about back, that. Back with us. <laughs> Gura camping. Um. Yes, but back to um Queens of the Stone Age. Simon, yes. you, do you want to lead us? through and that's not the right words you want to start us off with a little um 
history of them that you said you wrote down yeah so uh i'll just run through a quick history of the band so obviously as i'm sure you heard from this episode queens of the stone age are headlining uh the friday of download festival so um if you don't know who they are or a little bit more this is just a little bit of story behind uh, the band before we delve into their music and stuff so uh so it's difficult to pigeonhole them as a music band because they play alt rock they play stoner rock some of it's alternative some of it's quite proggy bluesy rocky they do seem to meld a lot of stuff together so it's hard to pigeonhole them um as a type genre of band but they would probably fit into the rock genre somewhere in there slash alternative um but they were formed in 1996 in seattle um and yeah their musical talent is very good i think if you're a muso and you, you you like playing an instrument, this is a very good band to listen to because you will listen and go, yeah, these guys are really good. <laughs> like everyone in the band is a very good musician and the musicians that have been in the band have been great and the musicians that have come in and out of the band have been great as well. So it's just from a music standpoint, they are very interesting. Um, but quickly, I'll just mention this before we move on. Uh, I think we should mention the band that came before Queens of the Stone Age because these guys didn't just all of a sudden come from nowhere. Well, most of the band anyway, because they were in a band called Caius before, which was a sort of a stoner rock band um, from 92 to 95. So they were already part of the music scene, basically. I mean, they toured with Faith No More, Metallica, Danzig, like some absolutely giant acts already. So I think that they already had the contacts to sort of get Queens of the Stone Age off the ground. So yeah, it probably would have been quite an easy transition because when we get into it, the first Queens of the Stone Age album kind of sounds a bit like Caius, where it's really stonery. So you can hear how they've sort of yeah. transitioned from one band to the other. Um, but yeah, and then obviously Josh Homie, who is the most known member of the band, I would say, who's the one who's been the continuation since the beginning um and yeah he is literally a prolific songwriter like literally this guy has written and performed and recorded with caius queen to the stone age eagles of death metal desert sessions them crooked vultures he's also featured on tracks by bands of foo fighters mastodon biffy clyro ozzy osbourne and he's also produced albums for arctic monkeys the hives iggy pop and royal blood like literally all within the space of 20 years, almost. This man is like a, just a constant worker who, for some reason, just doesn't like to not make any kind of music. So I think that um, from that standpoint, they're just a very interesting band because they are just a big band of musos. And Josh Homie just is involved with fucking everyone, apparently, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Um, but there's a comment that I thought that you guys would like. So Dave Grohl described Queens of the Stone Age as the best live band on the planet. And he says he constantly is jealous of how good everyone is in the band. So okay. if Dave Grohl's saying that, you yeah, must yeah. be fucking good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you've got to be good if Dave Grohl's giving you the uh, the like the punch up, basically. And uh, the final thing I will give you guys a little bit of info is uh, they were originally going to call themselves the Kings of Stone Age, but they thought no, it was too manly, so they went with Queens <laughs> instead. <laughs> they said it was too yeah. butch, too macho. So they were like, eh, Queens. That sounds cooler, yeah. I guess. So Yeah. So um yeah, so I I watched a couple of videos today as well in preparation for this and I did see that the the, the Kings of uh Kings of I was gonna say Kings of Leon then. Um <laughs> They're gonna call themselves <laughs> Kings of Leon. <laughs> Kings of the Headline in um, next year. Stone Age. Uh, yeah, they said like 
that yeah the king, the king kings wear armor and go and fight people and and stuff and and yeah. that's not what they wanted to to be they, they didn't want to have that image so yeah the, the queens um of the kings hang around with other kings wives or something like that yeah i mean um, to be fair it's a very cool band name like there's no other band name like it it's very good and it can be shortened to sort of the q q o t s a and then as soon as as soon as you see that you know it's queens of the stone age it's true that's so true yeah it's very yeah you can just see it so yeah i i like the band name i think it's cool yeah uh it's a bit later on that but i swear every band that was around sort of 2010 to 2014 ish chose a name specifically on how it would look abbreviated i'm sure they did like oh yeah i, I don't know if yeah. you, you you if it was just a thing that was round here or everywhere i'm sure bands go oh that's a really cool band name and then they 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 try and like abbreviate it and they go oh it doesn't work oh do you know what if we change that word to that word it's gonna look really <laughs> good like yeah like whatever definitely. looks best best on the t-shirt yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to, It's all about marketing yourself in a band these days. It doesn't really matter as long as your logo looks good. <laughs> Who gives a fuck yeah. what the band name is? Uh, but did did you know that there was another name that they were going to call Queens of the Stone Age, but it was yeah, taken was by it? somebody else? Wizards? No, what was it? Something? Was it Wizards or something? I can't it, remember. Gamma Ray. Oh, that was it. Gamma Ray. That's a cool and name as like, well. Yeah. When I thought, I was like, hang on, there's a Gamma Ray already. And it said, yeah, and it went on to say, yeah, there was a... I think they were actually told like told them off. The camera actually wrote to them and said that we'll we'll sue you or something if if you use our name. Oh shit! Uh, Wargasm never got that. Uh, oh that yeah, but, Wargasm uh, anyway. US, Wargasm UK. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah. Uh, so on that actually, the the videos. Could you said about how um, musicians will probably like them, and and that's one thing I was thinking today. I, I was watching a couple of videos about the songwriting and and how 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 he writes them and and what's in them and it was really interesting and um it, it's been a long time since i've thought about that sort of thing um i did a lot in in college and university but i don't know i can't really describe it but yeah it, it was all about like how they recorded and what kind of amps and everything and and what the rooms were like and it was really interesting and i can't really describe it in any more detail than that but no, that uh, is yeah, cool I, though yeah no, I like that. I like those are uh, like football at uh, football. Those um, why am I thinking about football? Those um, those documentaries where you get to see the behind the scenes and you see the rooms and the production and you see stuff being mixed. They, if especially being a musician, they are really interesting to watch. Yeah. Even for people that yeah. aren't musicians, I think that seeing behind the curtain of how a band records and produces stuff is really interesting to watch. And like you said, yeah. especially guys like these that you know are going to be using these fucking old school 60s amps and like loads of crazy guitar pedals and shit. It, it is really interesting to watch that unfold and, uh, you know, how songwriting processes and stuff. Yeah. And also it, it makes you realize, like you said, how much goes goes on behind the scenes and how much thought they put into what they do as well. I mean, there's going to be loads of bands out there who just get an amp, a few pedals and just play songs. But they they obviously have put so much thought into their sound and they've been tweaking it over the years and going right this sounds has to sound exactly the way I want it to and it exact it has to have the exact feel that I want it to yeah and bands like that they're obviously going to get get places because of you know being so different to everybody else and they know what they're doing they know yeah. exactly and I said I said prolific because whenever they do a deluxe deluxe version of like an album 
there's like 15 other tracks and it's like yeah he, he just wrote all these tracks for this album but they never actually used it <laughs> and you listen to the tracks and you're like this could be another album it's just one of those people that just goes right i'm just gonna write a song and then obviously like you said all the band comes together and they just write a fuckload of music like yeah it's quite quite jealous <laughs> of people like that they're just so talented they're just like oh yeah we'll just write a song eh don't like that one next <laughs> just write another song no problem <laughs> yeah that is cool yeah it's and just- it's something that mo- mo- sorry it's you come on. i was just gonna say it's something that was quite impressive when i was listening to the because rather than listening to the albums i've listened to the set list so we've got a mixture of the years um and certain song came on and I thought oh they released this you know three years ago maybe thinking it was off the newer album because it sounded so well mixed mastered and it sounded modern if you will it turns out it was off the first album so <laughs> the fact is writing music that's you know some bands are trying to write now um you yeah. know on the first release you know it's quite yeah. impressive yeah i think their production actually that's a good thing to point out i think their production across the board is really good like the quality of their production the mixing the mastering every single album is just yeah. great really great mix like a proper sort of old school like stereo mix like some songs they'll have the drums just in one ear like you're listening to a fucking record and everything else will be over here and I, yeah i think you're right with that though even from the first one the, the the overall sound of the albums are a really good crunchy bassy like they just thump basically which is really really great yeah, I mean the, the amount of times I had song for the dead on repeat just to hear that first, first oh. what twenty seconds maybe. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Cool. Well, do you, Stu? Do you want to go through the the set list? So, uh, also if anybody else doesn't know, Stu made a whole whole playlist for Download Festival, and um, specifically the logo bands. He was putting their set list in that they're playing at the moment or or likely to play. So. Uh, He's taken the time to go through and find out a lot of these bands' set lists. So, do you want to go through some of the set lists or all of the set lists if we've got time? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, there does seem to be one or two variations on this. They don't seem to play the same set list, um, you know, night after night, which, you know, probably keeps it fresh for them. But to start off, we've got If I Had a Tail. That's what they're opening with, which is off the uh, Like Clockwork album, 2013. Uh, if we carry on through, I'll be honest, I don't know every one of these songs by name, but after you actually listen to me, think, oh, I've heard that so many times before. Uh, <laughs> you, this is a long one, so Spotify doesn't scroll it. Um, <laughs> you think I ain't worth a dollar. Can you finish it, Si? Uh, but I but <laughs> feel I like, oh, but, um, but I feel a, million like a million dollars. Millionaire. Millionaire. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Long one. Then we've got Sick, 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 which is a standout one for myself, I think. And that, that is an track. older tune. 2007. We've got that. Feet Don't Foul Me. Again, another standout one. See, that's one of the better ones, I think. I think with this album, that was the album that had the most of the songs I preferred, which is Villains. And that was 2017. So oh, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the most recent album they've released. No, it's there's the in new times roman which came out last year that's oh, okay. the newest well i don't know if there's anything on the on the set list no. from it yeah no nothing on the set list from the new album we may see a different completely different set list on yeah at download but this is just going off their most previous most recent shows well that's quite weird actually i'll just talk about villains quickly because you mentioned villains and you said you really liked it that's probably my 
second least favorite Queens yeah. of the Stone Age album. Not that they're not that any of them are bad. They're all good albums, but as favorites go, I think that has the least amount of good songs on it. Mm. Even though it's still a good album, um, yeah, I like like Clockwork, the album before it. That's a nine out of ten album for me. That is like oh, okay. way, way, way up there, almost masterpiece levels. And it was really dark and freaky and weird because he'd like had all these complications from having this surgery and he was bedridden for four months and he had depression and then he just came out and wrote this absolutely fucking amazing album like clockwork Mm. and it's the first one that they'd done since like 2007 so it was like yeah six years since the last one but um villains i didn't feel like it was as dark it was a bit more disco-y and it was produced by mark ronson you know their um okay guy who produced the um amy winehouse stuff yeah. yeah but i uh I just I didn't dig it as much as rather albums. It's still good, but um yeah, I liked like Clockwork is just incredible. Masterpiece, yeah. I think. I think because I've I've gone from literally knowing um Song for the Dead, Go with the Flow, No One Knows. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know the back catalogue <laughs> to be honest. So just dropping into these, I think, oh that sounds good. But maybe as a fan you think, you know, this isn't the Queens of the Stone Age that, you know, I know and love. But uh but yeah, I I do like the you know, the funkiness. And Nave said Mark Ronson, it makes complete sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. They called it Dance Rock. That's what they right, called the okay. album. They called it Dance Rock because it was Turns more out like... I'm a dance rock oh, fan. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that subgenre. That subgenre is hitting hard. <laughs> so carrying on through, we got The Way You Used To Do, again. I think it's a banger. Proper bop. Uh, that's off Villains again. I Sat yeah. By The Ocean. Uh, do apologise, that's from like Clockwork, Song for the Death, No One Knows, which we were, I was watching earlier, the performance from 2013. If you go on YouTube, there is actually the um, Sky Atlantic coverage of Queens of the Stone ah. Age, so you can actually oh, see nice. that yeah. at download. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Such a great landed. song. Like, oh, no, one knows, yeah. no One Knows is easily one of the best rock songs in the last 25, 30 years, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. it is. It's it's an absolute banger. Well, like, everyone knows it. it. Yeah, it's a banger. It's a banger. As soon as it comes on, you're like, oh, tasty. Dave Grohl's <laughs> drums on that fucking album are <laughs> absolutely unreal. Like, holy shit. Like, dude, being a bass player, Ad, I know you listened to this album before and you said you liked it, but yeah. Nick Oliveri and fucking Dave Grohl on that album are just merciless. The entire fucking album. Be- yeah. One of the best rhythm section sort of performances on an album, like m- almost ever in the rock world. Just unreal, those two. Fucking Dave yeah. Roll, man. I, I, think, I think I've said before, I find it really difficult to listen to drums. Even if I'm really trying to concentrate to try and listen to them, I get distracted and go off and think about other things, I think. Um, it's really, I find it really Wait a minute, and you were... It'll be you... natural. You were a bass player. You're supposed I, to listen to the drums. I know. I know that. I used to joke about that when I was in the band. Um, I, I, yeah, I didn't even listen to my own drummer, really. I just sit in the world on my own, playing my own thing. Um, but uh, you know, what I was going to say oh, was um, I didn't even know uh, Dave Grohl was like on the whole album. I think at the time he was, he did it when No One Knows came out. Um, it was was it around the same time as tribute? Um, 
where he was obviously the drummer for Tenacious D at that point as well. So I thought he was just going around. 2001. It was it. in the it was within the same time, yeah. Because the same sort of time. 2001, yeah. 2002, yeah, around there. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know he was like technically in the band for that album and like and did the whole album until today. Yeah. So they were both 2001. So yeah, you're right. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. so. Yeah, I mean, Dave Grohl was in the band the whole time. He even done the whole tour with them. Like Did he? at the time, if you would have seen Queens of the Stone Age, you would have seen Queens of the Stone Age with Dave fucking Grohl on drums. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> unreal. Like, there are videos online <clears throat> of them playing some festivals around the time, and they play "Song for the Dead," and Dave Grohl is just absolutely smashing the shit out of those drums. It's fantastic to see. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen them then. My God, that'd be the only time you'd see Dave Grohl at Download anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you hear that Andy coughing shots fired <laughs> I was about to say shots fired do you, I don't know it, yeah it always seems like they're going to want to choose either Glastonbury or Reading and Leeds yeah. over down over <clears throat> you never know we might get them they seem too big money I think Foo Fighters but then you look at Reading and Leeds getting them so it makes you wonder well, I suppose they are playing two days so they've probably got bigger money to you know give yeah yeah yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Doesn't Reading and Leeds like sell out all the time before the tickets even, uh, before the uh, uh, I mean, it sells out pretty much every year, but I don't think it sells out. It's not like Glastonbury quick. Okay. But it, it does sell out quite a lot. It sells out more than Download does. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but again, do you know why? Because it attracts young people. Because it's yeah. fresh. And uh, Bring Me the Horizon last year attracted all the young people and it sold out. I mean, yeah. obviously Metallica had a bit to do with that as well, but I don't think it would have sold out if it didn't have Bring Me The Horizon on the lineup. So, no. Am I right yeah. in thinking, did 2012, last time Metallica played, did that actually sell out? Yeah. Oh, it did. That, it, was, the if... la- that was the last year before this last year to sell out. I thought yeah. as much, yeah. 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 It, uh, so it did. Um, I think we said before, we don't... Oh, well, I'm not sure if Simon knows, actually, but I know I've said. I'm not sure on whether it was like all the day tickets as well sold out literally last year literally everything sold everything, out every yeah. single ticket for every yeah, yeah. every day yeah um yeah i don't, I don't know, know that we know it was a sellout but we don't know what their sellout is but now yeah. we know more about the festival we know that every single fucking ticket you could get your hands yeah. on yeah. completely went last year so it might be the only time that downloaders truly sold out and some people would agree with that because Bring Me the Horizon played. But yeah, do you get it? Sold out, sold out. So, <laughs> so play on the words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Queens of the Quatza. Let's go back to Quatza. Quatza. Are, are, are we cool now? Are we, are we young and down with the kids? If we can say if they say Quatza. No, because they're not. Well, I mean, band. we're all 25, so we're obviously we're young. Tw- so. <laughs> I'm, I'm 21. Oh, you're 21. Yeah. yeah. We're 25. <laughs> Forgot. Um, yeah, do you want to carry on going through some of the uh, the, the, the set list? Yeah, sure. We'll just try and fly through them. So then we've got Evil Has Landed, In The Fade, Feel Good Hit of... Feel Good Hit of the Summer. The Summer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lost Art of Keeping a Secret, which is a phenomenal tune, I think. Banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, My Banger. God is the Sun, Smooth Sailing. Again, both big tunes. Make It With You. Which fact for you? When I was writing down the songs I like, songs I actually like, I've got written here. Um, make it with you. Actually, corrected to make it with chids. 
<laughs> have you written chids so much that it's just autocorrecting it to chids? So chids has made it to my autocorrect. On Pornhub. Every, every day. R slash chids on Reddit. There should be. If there isn't one, there should be. We'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. <laughs> make it with chids. Right. Uh, what did... Is that the, the porn or the Reddit subreddit? <laughs> I, I don't. I was talking about the porn. I'll be, to be I'll, fair, I'll be the make, barber. You're gonna Chich love. Make it with you. Just, just <laughs> looks like it's such a good um, song live as well. <coughs> oh Sorry. Jesus, you've killed him. I was saying, make it with you. Uh, looks like it's such a good live song as well. I really can't wait to jive to that track, man. Yeah, I think that's what's got me thinking what it's actually going to be like. Because normally, what you expect with headliners is like upbeat after upbeat after upbeat. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the way I saw it anyway, but. Um, yeah. There's quite a few slow ones within the set list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're gonna. It's gonna come for them. It's gonna be. You know, they're gonna do a couple of slow ones. They're gonna do a fast one, maybe two or three fast ones. Then a fucking weird proggy one. And I think that's why yeah. it will be quite interesting to watch what they do because I know that they aren't gonna have an elaborate, massive stage show. They're just gonna concentrate on playing good music. So yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. Can't wait. Carrying on, uh, domesticated animals, villains of circumstance. Uh, little sister, go with the flow, which is Banger. one of the two songs that I knew previous to doing my research, and then song for the dead, which nice go out with a bang. Nice, yeah, great, all good songs. They're great. Honestly, I can't wait. I can't wait to fucking watch this band live. I really can't. They're they're just gonna be fucking fantastic. And like I said, it's one to tick off my list. Um, they've just been so good and just great. Oh, there was another fact as well that I. Uh, that I got, you know, because um, you like feel good hit of the summer, right? He says nicotine, Valium, oh, via for <laughs> uh, coding, marijuana, ecstasy, alcohol, co- 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 cocaine. The reason this song he says all that is he was on a night out trying to recall all of the things that he had taken and been in his system. So <laughs> all of that was in his system at once, which is where the song came from. <laughs> Good. He said it's not promoting drugs because he goes, people always think that I'm promoting the use of drugs because I'm making it sound fun. But he's like, I was just literally listing the things that I had taken because he had real <laughs> substance abuse issues. So, yeah. yeah. He's also yeah. married to um, Brody Dahl of um, The Distillers. Yeah, I saw that. I she too. was his wife from like, I don't know, like t- mid 2000s up to like a couple of years ago. Two, and they got divorced. Oh, did they? I think in yeah, 2005 got... they got together. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah. I was going to say, now. was it? Wasn't it distillers that have pulled out two years in a row? Yes, no, it was. No, it was. It was them. It yeah, was. It was them. I was going to say yeah. maybe we'll actually see see them this year then, but I I didn't know they'd split up. <laughs> I don't think it was a very good breakup, and the new album, New uh, Times Roman, is all about the divorce. Like it's a <laughs> fucking great album. Literally, like slid into probably my like top three or four um queen's albums it's so good but when you read the lyrics whoo man's going in <laughs> deep <laughs> deep yeah like you're like oh okay shit but well, you know they, they actually played a, a show to um to a load of recovering alcoholics and and addicts and they opened with that one you just talked about yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even make it through up. the first song before they were kicked out <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> that is absolutely amazing yeah he's clean now i don't think he even has beer anymore i think he's okay. completely completely clean so yeah times have changed but i'm sure he's consumed enough drugs and alcohol to 
kill all three of us. <laughs> Times on you, Roman. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, sorry. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. Um, well, do you want to talk? Uh, we went through the set list. Um, I honestly, I don't know many of those songs at all. Um, I will listen. I will listen to them a bit more before Downright comes around. But I think it's going to be the same as um, it was for Bring Me last year. Like, I I could not get into them, no matter how much I tried before before download. Like, I couldn't even, you know, I'd stick them on and I couldn't even concentrate on it enough to listen listen to it properly and get through a few few songs. So it might change. I probably will watch them with you. Um, and so it might be the exact same story as it was this year. I'll come away. This time next year, I'll be telling you how much I love Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Simon, did you want to go through some of the Hopefully. albums then and tell us a few, th- few things about the album, uh, what you like about them, what you don't? Yeah, I'll quickly run through. I'll do like a a, a quick bit of each album, um, and I'll say the tracks that, that I would recommend from them, just so and then I, you guys will know what I'm talking about. So, like I said before, the first album, Queen's Destination Night, yeah, obviously they'd come from Caius at that point, so they were really carrying over the sort of um, stoner. It has a very stoner rock vibe with like, you know, vocals with a lot of reverb on, quite mesmerizing stuff. So just your standard kind of. Um, uh stoner rock stuff <clears throat> but you could tell it wasn't really like the band wasn't fully formed they weren't as proggy as they are now i don't think the songwriting was quite as strong uh, and then nick oliveri bass player came on board after that and then they done rated r um which has feel good hit of the summer lost art of keeping a secret stuff like that on it that was the album that blew up right i have a very vivid memory of opening metal hammer in 2000 and seeing that their album of the year was rated r by queens of the stone age and i was like oh fuck hmm. this band i have never heard of this band before um and uh feel good hot the summer was on one of their compilation cds and i was like oh that's fucking that's awesome but i didn't actually yeah. listen to the album until three or four years later after they brought out songs of the death i thought oh fuck i probably should have been listening to this band then i went back and listened to rated r but i didn't listen to it at the time um, but i do always just have that vivid memory of them in the middle of metal hammer winning yeah, album of the year 2000 and you know in 2000 I mean, you're up against like, yeah. this is like the Jesus. fucking height of like amazing music. So they, they battled out some really fucking good albums to win it. But to be fair, it's a really great album. Um, but yeah, Rated R is great. Really good. Uh, Songs for the Deaf, we've already spoken about, about uh, with Dave Grohl on the drums. <clears throat> but it's actually interesting because if you listen to the album, it has all those weird radio bits in between mm-hmm. that we were talking yeah. about ads. Do you remember? Um, the reason it has those is because it was inspired by Josh's long drives through the desert. So I think he had to commute from one place to the other. So he was driving through the California desert and obviously just, you know, go between the radio stations and stuff. And that was the inspiration for making the album with those little radio station bits that cut in and out. So now when you listen to it, you're like, oh, I can imagine driving in a car and this is kind of what you're hearing. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's made me like the album even more than I did before. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a concept album in a way, I think. Yes. A car journey a concept of a car journey <laughs> it's a it's a car journey concept album fucking yeah. hell <laughs> well, sorry Stu, what were you gonna say i was just gonna say the amount of times i've listened to um no one knows and you got that it is no one knows with the, like, the spanish radio at the end yeah yeah, what, yeah what the yeah. hell's going on but the amount of times you hear it and you end up kind of knowing it word for word but you don't know what yeah. the hell it's saying <laughs> <laughs> but now it all makes sense 
Yeah, yeah. When this is the album, yeah. it makes a lot more sense because you're like, oh, okay, we're going in between radio stations. Because yeah, it does seem quite. You've got to imagine how many people have listened to that song yeah. and haven't listened to the album, and then they're like, what the fuck is this on the end of this <laughs> song? Like, what is going on? Um, so yeah, no, I, I do love that album though. Songs of Death is like, if you're going to listen to, I would say, if you're coming in, you know, fresh from Queens of the Stone Age. Go and listen to Songs of the Deaf. It's just, it's fucking unreal. Honestly, it's got no one knows on it. First to give or take it away, Song for the Dead. Go with the flow. It's just fucking unreal. Nine out of 10 for me. Uh, then the next one, Lullabies to Paralyze, is a weird one. I really didn't like it when it came out because I loved Little Sister, the singles. They brought out Little Sister. I watched a video on Kerrang! And I was like, that's just as good as anything from Songs for the Deaf. I can't wait for this album. I listed the album and I was like, I don't like this, but I don't know why I don't like this. Uh, going back to it over the years and now going back to it again, I probably haven't listened to it in about 10 years. I actually really enjoyed it, but it was such a change in direction from Songs of Death because Songs of Death was really, you know, like I said, that big pounding rhythm section, all heavy, heavy, heavy. And then they got really dark and really weird on uh, Lullabies to Paralyze. And I was reading something about why he said we could have done a continuation of Songs of the Deaf, like a, a part two, but that's just not the kind of guy that this guy is. He likes to push things forward. He doesn't like to go backwards or do a continuation of what they've already done because he feels like that's not progress, like your typical weird fucking muso people do. <laughs> so yeah. so they were like, no, do you know what? I'm just going to do a really weird album. And like Lullabies to Paralyze is, is, yeah, it's quite true because they're really drowsy, weird. It sounds more like a, um if you uh if all of black sabbath smoked loads of weed and slowed down that's what this album sounds like it just sounds like someone's put a black sabbath album on and then just turned it down yeah. like half the speed and you're like ah okay it's just slowed down black sabbath riffs right okay i get it now um which i like but yeah it's not my favorite album but um yeah i think everyone knows you're insane is one of the best queens of the stone age songs and it's on the album as well as little sister which is a absolute banger hmm. um then they went on to do eva vulgar eva era vulgaris um in 2007 um that's got 666 and make it mm -hmm. with you on it uh, and stuff like that so i remember again i wasn't sure about this album at the time and everyone i knew fucking loved this album they were like this is amazing and everyone i know played it constantly and i was like i don't get it i really don't <laughs> i don't like this album that much in reflection it's really really good and I don't know why I was so against it at the time. Um, I think in 2007, because indie had got so big, I was rebelling against anything that sounded like classic rock and roll in 2007. I was like, listen, if it's not metalcore or I can't crab to it, mm. I, I don't I don't care. Basically. <laughs> so that is why I disliked this album at that time, because um, I just hated all of that kind of stuff. Um, but in reflection, it's really, really good, actually. I really, really liked it. Um, uh, and then moving on to Like Clockwork that we've spoken about honestly I think that this album is a, is a mini masterpiece like I said after he was bedridden he had knee surgery and then he actually died he got pronounced dead well he, he like his heart turned off for like a couple of minutes and then they brought him back to life from all the complications that he had from the knee surgery and then he was bedridden and then he had depression and everything and then the other guys in the band dragged him out of the out of his sort of depression into the mm. studio and he wrote Like Clockwork and it's like probably praised as um musically their best album like it, it yeah it has critical acclaim that it is just everyone listens to this album just goes out oh, that's fucking unreal 
how the fuck did he write that? But it's very dark and it has a lot of, um, yeah, it's very, very depressing meanings behind the songs, but still really good. Uh, and then Villains we already spoke about, which obviously was produced by Mark Ronson, which is great that Stu noticed that it was much more, had a much more dancey vibe. Because then you yeah. like, oh, Mark Ronson, yeah, it With makes Choppy sense. guitars and like the rolling bass and all that kind of thing. You can, you know, you can definitely see it. That's like what I can see myself jamming to live anyway. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, live... pick-me-up tunes. Yeah, live, anything off Villains is really going to work, I think. Definitely. I think anything off Villains will be good. Like I said, I like it. Um, I like the way you used to Fortress, Head Like a Haunted House, and Villains of Circumstance. So it's still got some really great songs on it. It's just not one of my favourite albums overall. Um, And then we reached the new album, In Times New Roman, uh, which is amazing, I think. I think it's really good. Like I said, it's... uh, they go back to the era Vulgaris era where it's sort of more um, crunchy guitars, a little bit more bluesy. They've kind of gone away from the Mark Ronson dancey kind of thing and kind of gone back to a little bit of what they do, but they're still stepping in a in a new direction. Uh, but yeah, it's all about his his uh, divorce. So the songs hit really hard. And if you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Paper Machete, um, Carnivoya, What the People Say, Emotion Sickness. It's got some fucking bangers on the new one so like you said you didn't see anything on the set list no i really really hope they play some songs from this mm-hmm. well, at sh- download surely they will i mean i didn't even know this album existed till you just said now because i've only listened <laughs> to these the set lists I, I didn't look at the ah. new releases you see so i didn't even yeah, know this album you. existed but you just saying the songs carnivore that was on repeat constantly last year at download if you remember that was one of the adverts that was on oh, repeat. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course it was. Yeah, yeah. that little riff that, that was on constantly between fish and chips and, <laughs> I don't know, Heineken or something. That was on constantly. Yeah. Where do you write a born now, are you? Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. I think that's the first time I've said that on the podcast. First time I've said it ever, I think, maybe. Oh, God, yeah. That was really annoying. Um, but, I, yeah. I don't think I spent enough time sat at the front, sat at the main stage to notice any of them. Yeah, I might have heard it once or twice, but I didn't realize how much it was repeated. Um, or I was just that drunk and I didn't notice. But yeah, after the festival, I was like, what's all this about fish and chips? I <laughs> never noticed that. You what's must have known. How did you not notice it? Like, it, uh, okay, I'll admit, I didn't spend that much time on the main stage last year, but I still remember that. <laughs> Like, Stu got me very drunk last year, <laughs> and and the dippy donuts. It wasn't my choice. Hang on, that sounds really bad. It was my choice. That sounds like you were forced. <laughs> He's forced. Did you were you forced to drink? Spicy. Stu going, not... shut up, shut up, you little fucker. Drink that drink. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, no, I didn't notice. I didn't notice how annoying. Did you were, actually like go backstage, really, or were you so drunk that Stu put you in a portaloo and said, <laughs> "Adam, you're backstage." <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, might have, might have been. I don't know. Might have been. I no, didn't we, think it we, smell we, like this. Yeah, it was cool. We were just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. backstage area, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, but yes, no. I cut which one? I can't even remember. I cut one of you off. I can't even remember now. Simon, was it? Was it you? Are you going to say something? Why have you forgotten? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Stu was saying that you didn't know this album existed. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I I didn't remember that it was that song, actually. So, yeah, well remembered, dude. You've mm-hmm. got a good memory. Um, but, yeah, it's worth listening to. It's really good. I really, really, really enjoyed the new album. And like I said, I hope they play some some stuff from it. Nice. Um, 
you know, you, you've done what you normally do when you're talking about music, and, and you've made me want to go and listen to pretty much all of those albums, um, your superpower. Uh, but no, I think it's good. I think it's it 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 makes sense when when you know a bit more about an album when you know when like the album you said that he you know was depressed and he's bedridden and and the, the rest of the band came and got him out and dragged him to the studio and like that that would make that will make most people want to listen to it more when they know like the head maybe the headspace that he might have been in you want to try and work it out and 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 be interested in it so uh yeah, yeah it's like that thing that when when you you read the lyrics and you have an interpretation of what the lyrics mean and then yeah. you you read what the lyrics are actually about and you're like whoa that is not what i thought that this song was about at all like <laughs> yeah. that's happened to me loads and that i get that with albums as well where i'm like i think i know where he was when he was writing this and then i'm like actually no <laughs> not at all i was completely wrong so <laughs> it is interesting when we delve into music like this a bit more detailed yeah and uh yeah like some of the albums you want to listen to because you're like oh i like the story behind this album or you know now if you listen to songs for the deaf and you go i'm just gonna imagine myself driving through some fucking weird desert and you're gonna go actually yeah i, I can vibe with this now because i get it yeah so that is cool yeah and i forgot I, I did really like the album didn't i i was surprised at how much i liked the album when we covered it uh just over a year ago now wasn't it albums yeah. released 20 years 20, ago in 2022 20 years ago in 2022 yeah 2023 2022 yeah that's right nope oh bugger it um <laughs> bugger it <clears throat> but yeah no oh. i thought i thought you would have liked that album anyway because like i said the rhythm section in that is uh, fucking unreal which probably subconsciously you were listening to and going yeah okay maybe yeah maybe I, I don't hear it but i i feel it i feel it subconsciously yeah i think what we should do now is we should get songs right take out all the rest of the instruments and just leave in the drum tracks and you have to listen to them okay <laughs> <laughs> just listen to drum solos just no just the, just the tracking of the drums so yeah. just the drummer take it everything else so you just hear that and then once you've listened to the drum track version you can listen to the actual song right so then you're always hearing the drums before you hear anything else i'd, I'd be i'd be up for doing that to see if it works to see okay. if it can actually make me listen to the drums because i mean bass test. is the kind of thing that most people don't hear um true but you know i i could always hear that and everything you kind of tune your ears into it don't you you tune like, and you get used to it Maybe I, yeah. I was deliberately tuning out drummers because I didn't like drummers. Mm. Um, <laughs> Do you know, I love picking um, out a mix. Like, if, like I'll listen to it with my guitarist ears on, so then I listen to the guitar, and then I listen to it with the drummer's, drummer's ears on, and then I listen to the drums. I, it's mm. You have really good songs every now and then that you can do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's good that yeah. you can do that, because I, I feel like I can do that as well, um, where you're just like, oh. But also randomly some songs that i've heard like a million times yeah and then i go whoa what the f wait wait a minute <laughs> i rewind that and i go i have never heard that in this song before ever <laughs> i've listened to this song for like 20 years i've never heard that guitar part or fucking synth part or whatever yeah. randomly that hear really a triangle playing like all the way through or something yeah. that you've never heard before <laughs> that freaks me out man mm -hmm. that's like that um that thingy effect mandela effect mandela yeah because yeah. yeah. <clears throat> i'm like that that wasn't in the song before. That was that was <laughs> never in the song before. I swear to God. Uh, so yeah, that freaks me out every time that happens. Yeah, well, that, that's similar to um, you pointed out to me uh, about a song I really liked and listened to loads when uh, you listened to the self deception song. I think it was Psycho was it? And and you were like, uh, yeah. this has got the uh, 
the scream in it. I can't remember what it's called. The Wilhelm scream. Oh, in the it. Wilhelm scream. Yeah. And I was like, I've never heard that. And even I, I listened to it with my headphones on to try and hear it, and I could only barely hear it when I did hear it. But now I hear it every time. <laughs> it's weird. Like, even if I'm not even concentrating on the song, like it just sort of breaks me out of immersion of what I what else I'm doing. It just it's strange how all that happens. It but, is. Yeah. Once you've heard <laughs> it, you can't unhear it then. Yeah. It's, it's in there. It's in there. That's it. What song was that? Because I'll have to listen to that. Self-deception, Psycho, or oh, okay. P-S-Y-C-H-O. So, because I, I know the Wilhelm scream, like from movies, but I didn't realise yeah. people were putting into into songs as well. So <laughs> to to songs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, I, he- whenever I, I hear it, or, you know, when you hear it on a film, me and Vicky always go, oh, yeah. Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. there it is. Classic. But, um, but yeah, I've never heard it in a song before. That's why when I said to him, I was like, there's a fucking Wilhelm scream in this song. What the hell? <laughs> so weird. Um, but yeah, Stu, I actually I didn't know about you until uh, so you, you did the whole page of um on our Discord about our little bios. I didn't know you went to uni and studied music production and all that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you won't believe it now because I've probably forgotten everything. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went through like the GCC music, B Tech, music tech, and then into sound engineering yeah. and production at university. Uh, Birmingham, nice. Nice. Birmingham City, yeah. Oh, I didn't have to go far then. No, no, not po- at all. I could still live at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, <clears throat> awesome. What did you? Was it like a normal grading? Was it like a two, whatever, or one, whatever? You you normally hear about unis? I don't really know how all it works. Uh, <laughs> it's just numbers, it's numbers in a piece of paper. Um, okay. So I got a, a two one, which is like the one down from a first, I suppose. So. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it's all good. Um, nice. Yeah, live music, studio recording. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I was just really surprised when I read that, when you put it on there. And now you're obviously talking about being able to pick things out in the mix. I thought I should bring that up as well. Just, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just I suppose so it helps, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, did, I did music production at uni, but I failed the first year. I just played World of Warcraft all year, so <laughs> I failed the first year and never went back. I didn't really learn that. Well, I didn't learn anything. I, I learned nothing at uni. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Do either of you have any more that you want to talk about Queens of the Stone Age? Well, I was going to mention about the, uh, the whole, they come on stage, they play the guitars, the drums, instruments, and then they just, that's it, if you know what I mean. They're not going to put much of a stage show on. But I was thinking whether, do we think Download are going to have the towers again? Would that bring, Simon's shaking his head, no. We no, don't think. definitely not, no. They were well, Metallica's. Yeah, the the route there, there were, were rumors, rumors going round, but I think that was while we were at Download as well that Download were going to buy them off of Metallica after their tour. But who knows whether I would was... love to have them back because they were fucking amazing. They really add. You could see how much value they actually added to the show. Yeah. Um, although they only had the lights on them when Metallica were playing, uh, and not when bands like Slipknot were playing. Um, but I I would love to see the towers, but I'm pretty sure that they won't be there. Not going to happen, unfortunately. No. I just wonder no, if they'll be able to so. give anything else that'd give it a bit more pizzazz, if you know what I mean, for a headliner. Yeah, like their their show looks good. Like if you watch their 2023 gigs, like they've got you know the the, the set looks nice, but you know there, there's no flames or fucking yeah. pyro yeah. or you know He's anything not like that. Bruce and Dickinson running around the stage having like different yeah. levels of it. Yeah, yeah, like like they seem really cool. He seems really funny live. They seem like they're having a great time. Everyone watching them is like, this is fucking awesome. But yeah, they're not, you know, no giant um, guy's going to come out like a giant and walk around him and Dave just be Grohl. like, 
Ooh. Oh, now no, no, you're, no, you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. Right. We, we won't need the towers anyway because there'll only be about 15 people watching them, so we'll get right to the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 said, I said that first joke I made was going to be the only joke. Dude, um, they're not Biffy <laughs> Clyro. <laughs> they, they, it will be quite round for Queens of the Stone Age. They're not Biffy Clyro. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I, I, I know I've made a couple of jokes. I, I've made a couple of jokes to you, in like, with uh, outside of the recording, Simon, about how they're indie and everything. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> it's just, just for humor value. I think uh, after we've spoken, obviously we've spoken to um, Jenny and Danica from the booking team, and I've listened to loads of podcasts um recently of um of uh, people were interviewing them and i trust them you know it doesn't matter whether i like the band that they're putting on or you know because i've seen a lot of people online as well basically saying the same things like does anybody actually like queens of the stone age um but it's not just the download booking team booking bands they want to listen to that they are you know they'll be good friends with a lot of the promoters that do the big gigs all across the uk you know they know what they're talking about. They when they do book when they make bookings like that, they would have been talking to as many people as they can about you know whether they think they'll be big enough to headline. So it's not yeah. I I trust I trust the booking team. I know they'll make good decisions, the right decisions. Um. So yeah, it doesn't really matter in my opinion or anybody else's for that matter. <laughs> no, no. But I think there'll be you know people aren't going to go. They're not going to go. Oh fucking hell. Not Queens of the Stone Age. Don't want them to fucking play. Fuck them, you know. So, you know. Yeah. For some reason, everyone hates Biffy Cairo. I don't know why. <laughs> They're even heavier than, than Queens of the Stone Age are, but whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, there's varied choice, isn't there, this year as well? I think it's going to be the older crowd at Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, younger crowd have got, you know, busted or bad omens to choose from. So, yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Mentioning bad omens... I've been thinking the last couple of days as well, because um, it seems like there's a few bands that have only, uh, this is going off a little bit now, but there's a few bands that have just really blown up recently and and are up there, like Bad Omens. Um, there's a few others that I can't think of. Well, we talked talk about Sleep Token, even though they've been going for a little while. But I, I was thinking, are we seeing the, came, the same kind of explosion of bands like we did in the sort of 2000, 2001 with... Um, we had Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park. We had so many new metal bands just exploded, and they've remained at the top. You know, if, if most of them play, they'll be playing close to the top, if not headlining. Um, and we haven't had many bands since then um, that get as big. So um, I was thinking we might be going through another sort of explosion of these bands, and in twenty years' time, they'll be the ones headlining. Bad Omens. Um, I really cannot think of any more. I know Bad Wolves are usually in and around that area i think possible i think similar i don't think as big um I, I don't think for the foreseeable future rock music will ever be anywhere as big near as big as it was in the yeah. early 2000s but i see what you mean like an upcoming crop of bands that have yeah. sort of ju- jumped from small gone past medium and they're now headlining stages. Yeah, they've sort of they've sort of jumped past that middle bit, which Linkin Park and Papa Roach and all those fucking bands did because they just went from here to oh we're we're here already. We, yeah, <laughs> we've missed out all that all that middle bit's gone. It does kind of feel like that, especially with bands like Sleep Token. You know, you know they've only been a fucking band since twenty like seventeen. They're fucking yeah. you know headlining the O two. 
It's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But since, since oh, yeah, like I was saying, since like Lip Biscuit, Linkin Park, all those bands, it's taken bands a long time to build their way up, like Bring Me the Horizon did. It, and it, if a band would blow up really quickly, they usually drop off just as quick, not long after. True. That's true. But I think these bands that are building up now are going to stick around. And, yeah. Uh, I so I, right. that's what makes, yeah, I think that's what makes me think it's as similar to the explosion that we had when we were kids. I don't know. It, it feels it's weird because we're we're an older generation now. We're not in school when this is happening, and every one of our friends is talking about it. So um, we'll see, I guess. Yeah, yeah, good though. Good observation. I've been thinking a lot. I have too much time to think <laughs> to myself. It's the TikTok effect. It's what what can you what can you dance to on a TikTok and it may make, make it look exactly good. yeah <laughs> bad omens sleep token. It's true though. Back in the day, it was whatever was on Koran got big. Mm-hmm. Now it's whatever's on TikTok's big. Yep, it's the same shit, it. just different, different way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Speaking of Koran, Koran TV no longer going to be a thing. R.I.P. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's been done for a long time anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a dead channel for like thirteen years. So, mm-hmm. well, the you know, the specials that surprised. they did back then, like Mark Hoppus presenting top ten. Dumbass yeah. pop punk songs. Oh, yeah. It's still being repeated to this day. And I was watching that when I was <laughs> yeah. getting home from school. So I think I don't think yeah. they've done much much with it for, no. for many years now. But yeah, yeah. R.I.P. It's, it's it's sad to see because um it was such a big part, definitely of my childhood. Um you know Kerrang was massive, huge part. We used to sit, we used to go to parties where everyone was getting drunk, and we would just have Kerrang on. Yeah. While yeah. you were getting fucked up, like it was just because it's like, well, but there's no playlist that we can make yeah. unless someone's got a fucking CD. So <laughs> yeah. stick Kerrang on in it. That's the playlist, and then let's get mashed. Let's see. Adverts Amazing. come on, flick onto yeah. scores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. And now I, I guess parties, everybody just play TikToks, do they? And <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> everyone um, sits like this, and they go shh, and they're just <laughs> watching TikTok. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think we should make our own TikToks this year. We'll do some. We'll do some download. Dear download thirst traps this year. Thirst some trap. what? What is that? Get, I don't know what that is. Get, it'll get the views anyway. Yeah, that's what we want. We're all about the views. We don't care about it. it we'll, don't we'll care sell about out the fans anymore. If anyone's listening. Yeah, we're all about the views. Yeah, we don't care about. We're willing to do else. what it what it takes. I don't know what it takes. What is it? I don't know what you're talking about. What's a thirst trap? It's where the skimpies to. <laughs> Skimpiest <laughs> Swedish metal band T-shirt that you've got. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, and we'll record. You got to draw in the casual audience with uh, sex, and then you promote your product. Sex sells. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have put a couple of videos on TikTok recently, and they've done really well. Oh, there good, you go. good. <laughs> right. Well, we should wrap it up there then. And call it the end of this episode. Um, but we will be back, all three of us, for the next episode, which will be all about Fallout Boy. We're doing going to be doing the same as we did this one, a deep dive. We'll go into the setlist thingy. Setlist, that's the one. All of the albums as well. Uh, do you know what? I haven't listened to much Fallout Boy so far yet. Well, I, I will be listening to a lot more. I have never listened to a Fallout Boy album from start to finish. Haven't you? Nope. You know, um, interesting. So Another big, the next big few songs, weeks will but... be... Yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know quite a few songs, like quite a few songs, but I've never stuck on a Fallout Boy album, so it's going to be quite interesting to see where it takes us, I guess. Yeah, 
Nice. And uh, I know I've said before, I absolutely love the first album. I don't know why I never went back to listen to any other albums. So uh, it's going to be interesting for me. I don't know whether I'm going to love all of it or, you know, it might be a couple of albums that I like more than others. But um, it might be, be interesting. Yeah. More than you bargained yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I don't. I don't really know what to expect from them on a uh, like album wise. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to see where that's going to take us. Yeah, just curious. How many of their songs do you think you know? See, after listening to the set list, I know a lot more than um, originally thought. Okay. Yeah, I should listen to the set list. Six or seven, yeah. I would say. Oh, that I probably I... know and quite like. But I thought yeah. I hated past... the new sound, thought the new style, but turns out I actually I love it, so I will okay. be watching them for sure. There you go. There you go. Okay, sweet. Awesome. I yes, I expect I will pro- probably be watching them, but uh yeah, it's gonna be gonna be interesting, gonna be nice to go back and, and listen through all their stuff as well. So yeah, so yeah. I'll come be back. watching the the last half of their set because they're playing the same time as Fear Factory, so uh, that's a that's yes. a that's a no go for me. <laughs> well, that's... But I will be watching the rest of it, so yeah, awesome. Um, but yeah, that's something we'll go through in huge detail. Maybe not huge detail, in a lot more detail in our countdown to download coming up in the, the couple of week, the couple of months just before download. But um, yeah, so for now, that's it. Next next episode, Fall Out Boy. We should say a massive thank you to our patreons um and we have a new patreon yes this week and i sat down and wrote down all the names in a document beforehand this episode fantastic great (laughs) finally it's only taken 64 episodes (laughs) cool um yes so our new patreon is matthew thank you so much for for joining patreon um your support means so much to us also, James Harrison, Alexander Toon, Dan Jacobs-Cross, Dean Delicado, Christopher Hambridge, Henry Richardson, Ben Sacconi, Scott Seeger, Christopher Henderson. Oh, Matthew's at the bottom of the list. Matthew, again, thank you. Um, everything you give us is means a lot to us. Uh, everything you give goes back into the podcast um, to make it bigger and better for the future. Really appreciate it. If anybody else wants to join the Patreon, you can do. You can... Um, find the link tree in the episode description um anything else that you might want is in there the social medias email address all that sort of stuff um is where you can find that sort of stuff what that doesn't make any sense anyway we've got a couple of youtube channels to plug not just some this time Stu also is on youtube so Stu, why don't you tell us about your youtube first so youtube i am just going to be sticking with doing the long form content if you will so for any festivals or any gigs that we uh, that we make a weekend of i will be on youtube uh, otherwise you can get me on instagram and now tiktok because i'm selling my soul to the machine <laughs> uh, so i'll be on either of those as instagram is smtv underscore underscore ig and tiktok is smtv underscore underscore i believe so I'm just doing weekly videos, um, starting to do bands I think you should see at download. You'll see those popping up each week. Uh, and then I've just got some of the silly, silly things that seem like an incredible idea in my head, but somebody <laughs> else might think it's fucking stupid. So I'll see you there. Nice. And Simon? Uh, yes. By the time this episode is out, my Monsters of Rock 
the history of Monsters of Rock Part 1 should be up on YouTube. So go and check us that out. So yeah, for the next two weeks, it's all about Monsters of Rock. So yeah, the, nice. the festival that led to Deload Festival. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I have been looking forward to it ever since you told me about it. Also, I, I might go and look at more videos about concept albums, but um, that also might be a good idea. Uh, if you're in, I, I don't know how many concept albums you know, but after we were talking about it earlier, I thought, Do you know what, I like concept albums, or I like the concept of concept albums. <laughs> I want to, know, I want to know more. <laughs> yeah, no, concept albums are cool. They're cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't always get them because Seventh Son of a Seventh Son was a concept album, but I don't really understand how or why. I, but I never, I never listened through all the like, listened to it while reading through the booklet or anything like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any of the words or many of them. Oh, as a Maiden fan, you definitely should research that. I think. Yes, I should. Um, but yeah. Anyway, talking of um, TikTok. So, uh, like I said, we have been putting a couple of little videos on TikTok recently, and I, I, out, out, out of the the episode, I think it's got us a lot of followers. Um, we've had a lot of people going back or starting from the beginning and listening all the way through recently, which is cool. Um, but yeah, talking of TikTok, um, I I know I said a little while ago I was going to be making my own YouTube channel. I tried it. The episode was a lot shorter than it was a lot shorter than I was thinking about. Um, so now I'm I'm. <laughs> you said about selling yourself to TikTok. Hmm. I am leaning more towards instead of trying to make it longer, make it shorter and just do shorts and TikTok <laughs> videos. Um, I don't know which one I'll go with yet. I I want to do more long-form YouTube videos, but at the same time, TikTok might be my best shout for what I want to do. <laughs> so um, I'm still working on it. I know I said that about it ages ago. I don't know if anybody was actually waiting on me to do it. I know Jacobs said he went to YouTube straight away when I said, oh, it'll be out by the time this episode's out. And he couldn't find it because I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> um but uh be why. yeah i'm still i i'm still working on it i don't know if i'm going to be selling my soul to tiktok or not <laughs> but yes we got that's it we got to go thank you for listening uh join us on social media come and join the discord the discord's awesome Stu pretty much runs it although it, it just Dude. runs itself Sorry, that was meant to be a D for a Discord, sorry. D uh, for Discord. I know, moving my mic and everything. <laughs> Knocking everything. Is, ah, <laughs> chaos. <laughs> yeah, no, you you have put some really cool things in there. Uh, everyone behaves pretty much, so it kind of runs itself anyway, doesn't it? But, you know, you're there to sort anything out if it needs sorting out. Mm. Um, does it run itself? I don't know. I don't know if that's just like basically saying your job is worthless yeah but you, you I, can I, get rid of me now that's fine i've, I've done my no, bit yeah. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like that i just do you actually assume, do anything <laughs> I, I i just assume you don't have to do too much anymore well no i'll I, I just keep on top really if i see there's messages yeah. in there i drop in make sure everyone's happy um you know we, we yeah. won't have any negativity or anything so um, yeah yeah that's it really cool. keep an eye make yeah. sure everything's positive if there's anything, cool. any fresh ideas I think of that I think will get people involved more so, I'll, I'll throw it in there. Uh, and yeah. leading up to download, we're obviously going to have more um, more little mini events or maybe some online meetups, if you will. Um, yeah. So if you're, in, if you're into that, if you want to speak with like-minded people who are going to download as well, yeah, come and join. 
But yeah, come and join us on everything you can. Leave us a review wherever you can, or give us uh, like the star ratings wherever you can. That'd be amazing. And and do the same for both of these guys. Their, their YouTube, all of their stuff will be in the show notes as well, the episode description, show notes, whatever. So for now, from us, thank you for listening. It's a goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. Goodbye from Stu. Thank you and goodbye. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Goodbye.